Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind-expanding, the in-thing. It's the hula hoop of the jet generation. Podcast1.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that, too. This is Brandy Glanville, unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. Okay, so one of my favorite superhero doctors is coming in. Superhero doctor. Yeah, because she's like, she looks like a Barbie doll, and but she's smart like um, a doctor. Okay. She is a doctor. Okay. And uh, we were on a show together called Marriage Bootcamp, mm-hmm. and she was like the hot doctor that wore Gucci all the time, and she's like perfect. She's got a great ass, and <laughs> she says fuck, and she told people to fuck off. I like her. Okay. So I'm super excited. Let's right up your alley. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hello. Yeah. A blonde with... Brown eyes, it's feisty as fuck. Tells Let's get her to in fuck here. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Hello. Welcome to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. I'm sitting here with Dr. V. We I know her as Dr. V. She's Dr. Venus Nicolina Nicolina. Jesus Christ. I, don't, I just okay. Dr. Just Venus Nicolino. Nicolino. Come on. Vaffanculo. <sighs> <laughs> That's that, was, that was a nice accent. Yeah, wow. I lived there. You, I lived you, in Milan for a while. Nice. So you're. What t- were you doing there? I was modeling back in like a oh, hundred years ago. How amazing! Yeah. Milan is amazing. Italy's amazing. It is. I, I gained like ten pounds because all the food is so good. So good. Oh my god, that's my favorite place to visit. Like, yeah. complete. It's just Italy. But no, we're mine gonna, too. Mine it, too. It's the best. It's like you. We get off the plane and you feel like in some way. It's just in your genetics. Yeah. Like you feel like you belong. And everyone's so passionate. Yeah. Everyone's so kind. Everyone talks to you. Everyone, like, it, they just live there in, like, such a yeah. great way. No, for sure. And the guys are hot. Yeah. yeah. For, oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. So we're getting – so you are – well, you have, like, three different degrees. You have so many degrees. It's kind of crazy. Well, I have um, an undergrad. I have a master's in counseling psychology, a master's in clinical psychology, and a PhD in clinical psychology. So the umbrella is really all about crazy. Yes. You well. know, at least I've kept it to the same field. Right. <laughs> <laughs> True. <clears throat> yeah. Well, now, but most people know you as Dr. V on – They we, do we, because they exactly. can't pronounce Dr. Venus Nicolino. I so I'm with you. I should be able to say it. No, 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 no. I, okay. I, that's why I just go by first. Dr. V. Yeah. Doc, was, just call I me Dr. V. I was like, Dr. Vagina. I'd I be like, into that. I'd no, be into that. <laughs> because there's a guy and a girl. So we did a marriage boot camp, family edition. It's the longest title of any show I've ever done. Marriage, yeah, it is really. Marriage boot camp, reality stars, family edition. It's so wild. Yeah. But we did that together. Yeah. And you were the, you were the one that was telling us. All, well, first of all. Let me just say that you're gorgeous, and Aww, there was a you. lot of haters in the group that were like, "Oh no, it's all fake. She's all fake." Am I'm I like, shut the? Fu- I go, why can't you just appreciate a beautiful woman? And like my dad did, <laughs> he's like, my dad's like, "Oh, look at Doctor V today." Like, Stop it! But that's him my whole life, so it doesn't right, bother me. Right. But the women were a little. I'm not saying names. They're haters. And I was like, you guys, like, I don't want to be your friend after this. Like, if that's the way you're going to be. Well, you know, that it's expected because I think that in a situation like that, the, the women in particular feel perhaps threatened a, a power dynamic mm-hmm. that in some way. Because you're um, already, you're already there, there to judge them. And I'm now there you're to expose gorgeous. them. I'm there to judge them. I'm there to be mean to not them. Not to help them. Not to help them. So I can understand 
in typical female fashion, unfortunately. I don't say, I don't, that's how, not how we, I operate. And I believe you, in typical female fashion, no, um, no. some females, uh, they have a tendency to sort of attack another woman's appearance or what she looks like. So I can understand and really empathize where that kind of reaction would come from. That being said, if you're listening and you're one of those women, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I would say. Like, when people come for my looks, I'm like, fuck you. You have nothing else to come for because guess what? I'm smarter than you. I'm happier than you. Yeah. Come for my looks all day. Like, it's just, it's the, the lowest, like, I teach my children. Like, you, you can teach, you can teach, like, not tease, but you can talk to somebody about their character. You can talk to them about, you know, their manners. But you can never go after someone for the way that they for how they look. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's the grossest form of bullying I've ever seen. Well, it's really a form of sexism yeah. because we really do that to women on a regular basis. Um, and, and we do it in both positive and negative ways. So for, for me, and, and maybe even for you, it's what you look like and what you're wearing first and then what's coming out of your mouth. Right. So just by nature being female in this society and really in the world, you're judged by your appearance. Now, well, that is changing. Initially. Thank God. Yes. That, that is changing. Um, is I, it, though? I mean, because I, I want it to, so don't pop my dreams. Okay. All Thanks. right. <laughs> I'm walking around seeing these girls with, like, they're taking their ribs out. They got a giant booty, and, Ugh. like, they look like avatars. And I'm going, mm-hmm. this is what my kids think is normal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not change this isn't yeah, changing yeah like it's making me my son's like where's your butt I'm like it's cute it's little it's right there mm-hmm. i go it's right like what like what this is what they're growing up thinking is mm-hmm. how women should look mm-hmm. so i don't know mm-hmm. if it's changing mm-hmm. i feel like i feel i feel something Hopeful. shifting And I don't know if that shift is like within myself where I kind of am at an age where I'm just sinking in this bath of realness and I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So I don't know if it's me and perhaps therefore I'm more immune to those kinds of comments. You know what I mean? Like I care less, so I see it less. Maybe. Um, But I do, I'm hopeful that we're seeing more women in the media specifically um, where it isn't about their looks. So, I mean, I think when, when we're talking media, if we're talking like, you know, actual news, yes, I think mm-hmm. it's, you well, know, those women have gotten gorgeous. I know. That's everyone's, like everyone's attractive. I know. It's like, <laughs> to be honest, I'm like, not talking about the like, news. I'm like, 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 I got to shut this shit off because no, you're just the, way the morning, too good looking. No, the morning, <laughs> like, you know, the morning TV shows where there, you know, there's no, like, there's Hoda and Kathy and, you know, they're not mm. 25 well, and they're, the they're attractive women, but it's like. Well, if you want to do daytime television, the first thing they'll tell you, you need it. Well, for you, you need to gain 100 pounds. No, I need to lose 100. Like, no, I look no, fat on no, TV. Oh, my God. We do. We can't have this conversation. The do. conversation ends right. here. No, but I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, I'm very thin, but on TV, I, everyone does look heavier on TV. It is a fact. I, I, I think you, you look beautiful. I think you look beautiful oh, now. You. And I think you look beautiful on TV. Well, thank you. That's um, that being said, like if you're on daytime television, the first thing they would tell you to do is like, you know, you need to gain like 20, 40 pounds. To be relatable. Exactly. Exactly. So you need to be uglier. You know, you, no, need, to I, be, I, I can you see. need to be fatter and uglier so that you don't no guess what? So that you don't guess what? You don't intimidate other people. Exactly. That's what I think happened on Marriage Boot Camp. I think that... You know, in walks this perfect Barbie doll, gorgeous thing, and 
she's smart and she's there to talk about our problems. And I think that some of the women were a little intimidated, so they didn't want to take you seriously. And that bothered me mm-hmm. as a woman. Mm-hmm. And, well, I mean, obviously everyone did finally take you seriously, but that said, I don't know how many of them were there to seriously get help. You know what I love about that show is that you can't help but get help. Like, you're kind of forced into a situation that you probably weren't expecting. Yeah, no, for sure. Everyone who walks in there, they're like, um, we're doing this for real? Like, we're really doing this? So that's what I love about the show is that you're kind of forced to be involved in a real way to the point where it's like it's a cellular it hits you on a cellular level it isn't like i mean we've both have been on bravo where right, we right. understand no, of course that genre of reality like we understand that right it's a totally different genre when you're like thrown in there especially when you're doing this i told everyone doing the show with my father was the hardest show i've ever done oh because i, I don't care about those other bitchy women that have you know have diamonds for breakfast I care about my dad. Like, yeah. And so when I, I was more careful on that show than I've been, and I'm still kind of reckless, but I was like, oh, man, I thought so much more about everything on that show than I have on any show I've done. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what made it real for me. But mm-hmm. I believe, like, for Amber being there with Matt specifically, and she met the producer that she ended up getting pregnant and had a baby with mm-hmm. on the show. I just thought it was bullshit. I just mm-hmm. thought they were there to get a check. And mm-hmm. they were making TV. You could tell, like, when she would act out for no reason. And you're just like, I mean, guess what? It's great TV, thanks. But it's so not authentic. Well, two things could be true. I mean, there could be multiple truths, right? right. You could be there for a paycheck. I think um, everyone's there for a paycheck, and, but and they also you, want to get help. And you could be there for help. And you could learn something about yourself. Or you could r- resist and refuse the help and still get something out of it. So I can't tell you how many times past reality stars have contacted me who, God, they were, they fucking busted my balls. Right. Like, honestly, I just was like, I can't wait for you to leave. I never <laughs> want to see your face again. Um <sighs> And they reached out, and they had said, you know, what I learned hit me later. So you never really know when insight will hit you or when you're ready to allow it to sink in, allow it to penetrate. Um, So while, you know, Amber and Matt, in, in your experience as you saw them, may have been there for very specific reasons, you know, people, you're... They're allowed to digest information without, and, know, in the, without knowing exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. without knowing it. So that's what I tell myself to feel better. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right, now I get it. Um, wait, so you that's have, my psychological okay. <clears throat> processes. So like, no matter what, these people are actually getting help, whether they know it or not. Eventually, one day, the light bulb will come on, and something that happened on the show will help them. Well, think about it. Even if you were to walk away with one small communication shift and maybe it was more I statements or maybe it was believing that you're not always right all the time or maybe you walked away with one little thing it was worth it like it shifts that those little things add up and it shifts your worldview it shifts your relationship it shifts how you communicate you know what I mean yeah no I mean I was closer to my I've never been I'm like literally with my dad one day I'm out like, mm-hmm. two, maybe two days max in Sacramento. I'm like, 
okay, bye, because we're going to kill each other. Mm-hmm. We shared a room and a bathroom <laughs> for weeks. Mm-hmm. And that's the most, the, like, intimate we've ever been been like mm-hmm. ever mm-hmm. so even so just many that alone say, so many people say that by the way oh my like, god this is crazy. like the most time i've ever spent with you ever ever, <laughs> ever. and i actually like you right now we're not fighting and guess what if we fight we don't get to leave you gotta sleep next to me yeah so yeah. it was that experience in and of itself brought us to a new level of closeness mm-hmm. unfortunately <laughs> you know um, right now we're not talking, mm. unfortunately, because the show's airing and I tried to prepare him for being ready to not see everything we did and to see the highlights or let's say the lowlights because you can't show every single thing we did all day. The show would be two years long. Yeah. Um, and so he is upset because of some of the things that were said on the show, but he was there, so I don't know why he's surprised. <laughs> But watching it back, I think, living it is one thing. Watching it back and having other people have an opinion on it, meaning my sister, my brother, my mom, is a whole nother bucket of worms or whatever, a bucket of water. Mm-hmm, <laughs> what do you say? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you're not talking because of how your other family members viewed you and your relationship with your dad on the show. Just want to make sure I understand. Right. We're not talking because my dad believes – that he's getting feedback that he's a bad guy. Okay, so guy, if you're listening, I just want to tell you, you you came off. He came off looking sweet. like a superhero That's what and I thought sweet too. and sincere. And he, and, and let he me tell is. you, all the time he, and and every one of those he wasn't that way the whole time. Well, well, we had our so moments. So, I'm just letting you know. Yeah. He they, they took very good versions of guy. Uh, and and he came across incredibly sweet, and your relationship came across incredibly sweet. So I'm very surprised and sad to to, to hear that um, that he didn't like how he was being portrayed because he was being portrayed very well. I thought so as well. Given other clips they right, could have taken, guy. I was like, so if you're listening wait, to this, right? I know what it looked like. Right, exactly. <laughs> Answer my calls, Dad. What are you doing? Um, I think I think just. It's just so hard for him. He, I, we're different ages. We process things differently. And so I'm giving him space again, which is what the whole reason I went there to, is to not have those breaks with my dad. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, you know, TV plays tricks on people. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. Well, it's also a very um, – it can be an incredibly nerve-wracking experience to see yourself on television. Yeah. Like that alone can be incredibly traumatic. Trust me, um, I don't like watching myself. I dislike I it immensely. So for someone, and, and, and I've, I mean, you've been in the business, like, how many years? Nine. Nine years? Yeah. I've been in, like, seven. So it's like, you continually like, see yourself, and it doesn't get any better. No, it gets harder. So, like, like they'll send us, like, the screeners. And you're, I have I'm to like, Xanax before I'm like, I watch delete. it. I'm like, delete. I'm like, I don't, I'm like, okay, I fast forward through parts that I know, like, my heart starts racing. I'm like, Glenn, I'm wine, I'm not, I'm not supposed to mix one glass and a half of Xanax. I'm like, okay, Give me another. I'm ready for another. No, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you. I, um, I, I thought to myself, like, do I feel traumatized because I'm reliving it? Right. Or am I just feeling traumatized because I don't, like, Watching myself on TV. We're also Um, watching ourselves over seven years get older. Yeah. And that's not easy. 
Yeah. And we're listening to people have opinions on our looks that are not necessarily, well, all of the opinions mm-hmm. about you are kind. But people, <laughs> everyone loves, I, mean, I was like, oh, yeah, she's gorgeous. I need to know what nail polish she has on, what lip gloss. Like, oh, you're every the day sweetest. She was, no, but she was, like, Gucci down. You were, like, you walked out and everyone was, like, <laughs> uh, I was, like, okay. I, I love my, I love style. You like, are I, the I best love, style. Thank, the best I appreciate clothes. that. I love, I've, as I've. As I've matured, I've gotten really into um, like fashion and style, and I just well, love you it. have great like, style. I, I thank you. I appreciate it. I feel like it's a place for like me to express my creativity, right? If that makes any sense, like no, oh, I'll go with this, and then I'll go with that. Of and course, it is. So every, many times, my assistant will say, "I never would think of putting those two things together." Like, right. what went through your brain? <laughs> so I can't do it. That's why, like I'm always in a dress because I cannot put two pieces of clothing <laughs> together to save my life. It's like I'm one like, thing. I'm like, where's my Diane Von Furstelberg? Like, I just go to the dress. Like, it's just so much easier. And I lived, you know, I did um, the shows in Milan and Paris. I yeah. was like, oh, you must love fashion. I mean, it stresses me yeah. out. Like, yeah. I love bags. I spend my money on bags and shoes. Yeah. The rest, I don't, I don't yeah. know what to do. I, I love it. I think it's a way for me to, to be creative. I it mean, is. I, I'm, I'm one of five from um, a lower socioeconomic status. My father was an auto mechanic. My mother was a, the original teen mom. I mean, she had two children by the time she was 17, me oh and my, my sister. Gosh. And then three more um, with my dad. I mean, they've been married forever. So we were a very large family with very little money. So um, in high school... Uh, I started making my own clothes. Um, And I was like, I am not, I I, I think I was terrified of being seen poor. Right. No, I. Um, So I have, like, you know, you'll talk about your looks and you'll talk about your, you know, your insecurities. Like, my my insecurities are, are different. Like, I'm. I'm insecure about being seen poor, and I'm being insecure about seeing uh, being seen dumb. So what did I do? I worked super hard. I collected all these degrees. So self-doubt yeah. and self-hate goes a long way. I was going to say. It goes a long way. It in your ass. And, and look at us now. We're on TV. We're, like, doing shit. We, we got this handled. I mean, how did you get into TV? Is it just because you're gorgeous and you, know, you have all these degrees? No, no, no. So I was doing um, I was doing some consulting on uh, reality shows. Like, how can we see this? How can we get this character to do this? Um and then uh, they were looking into doing a show about shrinks, and they wanted to um, understand the APA, the American Psychological Association laws and rules. And so I started um, uh, consulting them on that. And they were like, well, you should do it. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God, no way. I could never. Like, I would never. Um, and so a year went by, and I remember I got the call. I was in London. Um and they said, look, like we're, we're, the show's a go. Would you be interested in doing it? It was a different place in my life. Like a year had gone by. And my husband was like, you know, I think you would have a lot of fun. I think it would be fun if yeah. you could make it fun. And let me tell you, I had a lot of fun. And I continually tell myself, if I am going to be on television where you are exposed, some of the things you talk about, Brandy, are really about – trauma from being exposed on television in a way that is uncomfortable 
people are talking about your appearance, they're talking about what's coming out of your mouth, that those things can be incredibly vulnerable. You're being very vulnerable. But I signed up for it. I signed up to be exposed. But let me tell you, you, I, I promised myself that if it wasn't fun, I wasn't gonna do it. So every year, every season, I tell myself, I ask myself, am I having fun? Like I didn't have fun as a kid. You know, I had to grow up, take care of my brothers and sisters, so I never had fun. I'm not gonna continually recreate that pattern as an adult. I wanna have a good time. So um, every season I ask myself, am I having fun? Every season I say no. Then you miss it. Then you go away for a minute and you're like, oh, I miss it. Do you miss it? And I continually do it. No. No, 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 no. Let me tell you that. that No, no, that marriage review camp show is the hardest fucking show to do because not only, like, you're just being you, Brandy. You're, you, well, yeah, you're I being don't, you. I don't the reality answer. stars are being them. It's easier. It yeah. was easier. Way easier for yeah. me. You're just talk. being you. But like I gotta yeah. run it. I gotta do the psychological, you know, the psychological analysis. I gotta figure out what's going on. I gotta run the drills. I'm up at night. I am exhausted I after those 14 imagine. days. I'm not kidding. Oh, 16, I, 17 I hour they days. Did most everything. You guys just kind of showed up. Oh my no, brutal. It is brutal. Oh, it is wow. brutal. Yeah, yeah. So you said no, but you're doing it. Well, I I was being facetious. Yeah. <laughs> um, am, am I having fun? I think the overall answer to that is absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think the people you surround yourself with make it a lot of fun. Um, and that's, you know, you need, a, you need a lot of support when you're doing the, those kinds of, of uh, when you're in that space. Right, You need of a lot of support. Absolutely. And people who are, you know, are 110% on your side and trying to make you shine and look yeah, good yeah. and not trying to make you look like an idiot that isn't like i felt like with dr ish and and you it was a, such a great combination now did you guys get along do you guys get along yeah like, yeah we get along awesome i mean he is really you know he comes from a military family and i love uh, that so when i'm exhausted and tired i'll be like get up v <laughs> get up we have two more days left. You are not pooping out on me now. You need to get up. I mean, he's, like, really great that way. Oh, so, um, so you just always wonder because we're, we're not behind the scenes. Yeah. I'm like, they either hate each other or they're best friends. Like, it's got to be one or the other. And, we mean, are super supportive of each oh, other right. because you have to be. I mean, if you were – if we were, my God, to think in a situation like that we wouldn't be getting along. Like, I, working I, against I, each other. It would be awful. It would be an awful situation. It would be great TV. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make it happen. No, I'm kidding. Well, people like to yeah. see, like, train wreck TV. Unfortunately, it's what, it's what I watch. You know, I just, I kind of feel like there is also this shift happening where people are tired of conflict. I'm telling you, we're going to see an I age right. of, we're going to see an age of legitimacy. We're going to see, people are going to crave people doing you know extraordinary thing ordinary people doing extraordinary things watching people do things that they're good at i really do feel like there's going to be a a shift coming Um, because we have been watching the same conflict tv for quite a few years now and it's like we know the recipe we know exactly what's going to happen you're going to sit down and party someone's going to scream someone's not going to talk to you like the rest, it's it's kind of like we need a new recipe. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that everyone's ready for it, but I definitely find myself watching things mm-hmm. like Survivor and like things that I can watch with my kids, The Voice, like more mm-hmm. things that 
aren't conflict TV, even mm-hmm. though I do watch the crap too. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's an escape as well. Yeah. You know, it's an escape. Um, I, I get the mandates. You know, they come through my email of what you know the networks are, in, are looking for. Are looking for right? And I've seen a shift in that already in what the networks are looking for. Yeah, there's a lot more yeah. couple shows that are kind of celebrating mm-hmm. the love and the family aspect. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that, which is nice, but. Mm-hmm. I still will go back to my, my <laughs> Real Housewives of Atlanta. I love it. I, like Me, I, I live yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, they, and that's real shit. They're actually fighting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because, like, on Beverly Hills, they pretend they fight over like rosé. That's stupid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But in Atlanta, like, someone's going to jail, mm-hmm. and it's some crazy shit. And I yeah. personally enjoy it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do but you I, do you ever do you watch Beverly Hills too? I now, do. Or do you, you know, feel? I watch it. Mm-hmm. I, everyone's like, oh, my God, what? you have to stop watching Get Over. I'm like, I spent five or six years of my life on this show, and it's like an ex-boyfriend's Instagram. I'm not going to stop checking it. <laughs> you want to see. You want to know. You want to, like, and I have, like, I know these women. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, so, I mean, and because I have a different perspective because I'm watching going, oh, I know how that happened when that didn't happen. Mm. And so it's a little more interesting for me. Um, From like a production perspective, exactly. you're curious. So I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm, yeah, mm, nope. But um, I can't stop watching. I'm, yeah. I am I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But people talk shit to me all the time. They're like, mm-hmm. ugh, guy, get over it. Because I'll tweet about it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you know what well, I Well, what are you supposed to get over? I'm just exactly. curious. I don't know. Oh, okay. So you I'm were I'm not supposed to watch it because I'm not on it. But Well, you're still you're still cheering your friends on or your enemies on. I mean, you're 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 a viewer on the show. You were connected to the show for a very long time in a very deep way. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, but I get a lot of that, but I don't care. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the beauty. I feel like me from 5 years ago, maybe you have this too. Maybe I don't know. I've been called everything in the book to the point where I cared so much about social media and what everyone was saying. And it's like, oh, my God, I'm eating myself up. I was depressed. I was like – and now I've been called pretty much everything under the sun and been attacked across the board where I kind of just don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are parts of it. Like, there are some sensitive spots. But mm-hmm. you're going to say that I'm old. You're going to say I'm plastic. You're going to say – I'm like, mm, okay, and what else? What else you got? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. bring it. And I think it has set me free a little bit. Yeah. Um, of course, I have my insecurities. We all do. I just getting older in this town sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a woman on social media, it is an incredibly dangerous place that ignites. It can ignite all of your fears and your insecurities, and it can at times color how you feel about yourself. Um, people are very mean. Oh, people are horrible. This um, social media is the most and, and I, unsocial thing of all time. And, and it's real. It's specific. It feels very specific to women. Um, it's a place where people can be um, the sexist, racist assholes. They just don't have the guts to be in their real life because right, they're hiding behind a computer, yeah. and no one's ever really going to know who they are. Yeah. And I, I mean, yes, most of the hate that I get is from women. Mm-hmm. And that's sad. Well, I mean toward women. Toward no, I, women. But I get hate from, from women. From women, yeah. Mm-hmm. And but I also get a lot. Like, I have my audience is gay men mm-hmm. and women. But the hate that I do get is mm-hmm. not from straight men. Mm-hmm. It's from women that mm-hmm. just, for some reason, even though they don't know me, mm-hmm. they watch me on TV, so they think they know me, mm-hmm. they feel like they're allowed to say, I want you dead and your mm-hmm. kids should be taken away from you. I mean, it's really like... 
so much of that is a projection about how they feel about them. Yeah. It says everything about who you are, that you'll, like, run to your computer or your phone and say something hateful and mean. It's so true. Yeah, it's a bizarre, it's a bizarre space. Um, and so many people, you know, discuss that about how this these these voices in the dark are really, like, a, I mean, we're like all shouts in the dark it. are like, like oh affecting God, you I'm getting, I'm getting eaten alive even watching the kardashians she's like oh you know she we really care so much we put too much into this and mm-hmm. this is my i hired someone to do my twitter for me for the most part i don't do it mm-hmm. When I do it, you can tell it's me. Because <laughs> I'm like, and go fuck yourself. And she's like, oh, just work stuff and like all like uh-huh. lovely. I'm like, no, 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 no. Let me just handle this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, you have to let go in order to keep your sanity mm-hmm. a little bit. I mean, you can, we can all post a little here and there, but to live your life mm-hmm. for our phones and this and having an opinion with people we don't even know mm-hmm. is really fucked up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's and particularly if maybe it just taps in, it can ignite all of the, any possible insecurity that you might have. Yeah. It just sets it right on fire. And right. it just, you know, it's it's a sad, it can be a very sad place to be. Um, yeah. And I, 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 I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing to care. I think that it shows a level of humanity and, and a level of health. To well, actually, I'm unhealthy. Well, to, you know, I mean, at the point. To, to, well, to to right. care about what is being said. It's sort of like you'll let things in and you'll let it penetrate, and you'll know what to throw away. What doesn't right. matter, right? Um, because feedback. I care what um, my family thinks. Right. If I care about you. I care about your opinion. Right. Right. I mean, if like my mom or dad was upset with me yes. for something, at the people that I'm closest with, even Will, my producer, yeah. who I like to harass. I care about with the his yellow opinion. teeth. Is he? Uh, with I the mean, they're off white. <laughs> they're creamy. They're, we're, we're fixing them. It was a whole. I don't like. They're creamy. Yeah, they're a little creamy. Okay. It's fine. Uh-huh. He's got a girlfriend. He's in love. Uh-huh. Creamy and dreamy. It's true. Creamy and dreamy. He's so handsome that uh-huh. I have to like kick him a little. Got to keep him down so he's yeah. like doesn't leave. Yeah, you got to so. give him the. Yeah, I, I feel like those. <laughs> you got like you got to abuse him a little. A little. Bit. Right? So he stays around. <laughs> Like, oh, he could leave me at any second. Oh, you really, oh, you might have a bald spot in the back there. Yeah. He sees right through me. He's like, whatever, lady. But <laughs> whatever. I have to. You might leave. Oh, you're hilarious. No. <laughs> no, but we do. We have a great relationship. But the people I care about, if they have an opinion that, that you know, something that I've done or said, then I care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when it's random strangers on Twitter, mm-hmm. not so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that that's what I was getting at. Yeah, oh, yeah. That it's important. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, to, you know, this, I, I hear a lot people be like, oh, I don't care what anybody thinks of me. Well, I hope that's not true because right. it's important to care what other th- others think about you. It's who those people are right. exactly. that matter, right? So, um, yeah, no, I totally hear what you're saying. And it's nice. It's like, it took me. Eight years to let go. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, because I was really just like, it was depressing. And I was letting every little thing get to me. How, right? how, how old were you? Are you sensitive about your age? No. I'm not sensitive about my age. I, I don't enjoy, uh, it's just the one effort I don't enjoy, but I'm 45. Okay, so you're 45. I'm 46. Hashtag this is 46. Wow, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> hot room for us. We're looking good. 
You're looking. Re- you work out a lot. Uh, no, I do Soul Cycle three yeah. or f- three times a week. You got a great booty. My, oh, thank all you. All the boys are talking about her ass, and I'm like, yeah, she has a great ass. I I, I, I appreciate that. I just do Soul Cycle, and I've been doing Soul Cycle now for the past year and a half. Wow. Do yeah. you ever see Beyonce? I heard she goes here. No, but I see the Beebs. Oh, he's Justin. Like, if you're out there, I'm here to help you, babe. Listen, Call me. I'm here to help you. Out of control. The tattoos. I love. Oh, we had a whole Justin. conversation about tattoos oh, in the elevator. Yeah. yeah, it's just. I mean, do you have any? He he dedicated an Instagram post to our conversation about oh, tattoos in the elevator. Me and me and the babes. Oh man. Um, I like, have no tattoos. I mean, I don't either. I would you put a bumper sticker on a Bentley? That's so funny. I I told my girlfriend she got this stupid tattoo. I said. She's like, what? like, get one with me. I'm like, why mess with perfection? <laughs> and she's like, you're an asshole. I go, no, I just don't really. This is what I said to my kids. I go, imagine, because I don't want them to get tattoos. Mm-hmm. I said, imagine you loved Dora at the Explorer when you were little. I have two boys. I go, and you loved Dora so much. And you got this giant Dora tattoo on your calf. And now you're 15. Mm-hmm. And you got a fucking Dora tattoo. Mm-hmm. Like, it's something you have to live with forever. And so I'm just trying to scare them mm-hmm. out of getting tattoos. I don't know if that's... Proper or improper, but I just don't want them to. Let me tell you, if I could do it all over again. You'd be tatted up? Oh, I would have the most amazing, (laughs) beautiful tattoo sleeves. It's not too late, babe. From my shoulders. That's what Justin Bieber said. (laughs) He said the exact same thing. You're like, well, take me. Show me the way. He's like, it is not too late. Like, you should do that. You would look awesome. (laughs) But I just feel like that's... People would wonder... About you're, my you're, mental state, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. I don't want to like put up any red flags, you know? Yeah, no, I feel <laughs> yeah because you care what people think. Exactly. I don't want to, you know. I don't want to. My kids, they might. I don't know. But if Bieber was like, "Hey, you should do that," I might do it, and I would you never think, do it. You think? You think? Well, when I said to him that quote of like, "Would you put a a yeah. bumper sticker on a Bentley?" He said, yeah. "I put one on my Rolls Royce." <laughs> I said, well, all right then. Well, there you have it. <laughs> Rolls is like three Bentleys. All right. Well, thank you. I mean, I I do think it's a little aggressive what he's done. But I love it. I love it. I admire that kind of commitment. That is Like when you're getting like that much ink, yeah. you can't tell me you have a commitment problem because you've committed. No, yeah. no. Like you, you know how to do that. Yes. But it's also, I feel like they enjoy the pain and that's a little bit like cutting, like your earring thing, all your 20, you got 25 diamonds in your So ear. for all of you who can't see, Brandy, <laughs> and, I, Brandy and I had a previous discussion we did. where I have uh, Maria Tosh diamonds all the way down my entire ear. So yeah. from the cartilage to the top, all the way down to the bottom. And I had told... It's a lot. I had told you, Brandy. I thought it was like maybe one piece, and you said no. No, no. Like, it's all single. And I had told her that it was really my answer, really my clapback, to a midlife crises tattoo. Right. So I decided to do that. Right. That being said, I'm I'm just going to be real. I I, I don't want to say fantasize, because that's probably too strong of a word. You want it. I... You want a tattoo? I would love, and and I know exactly what I would get. I would know exactly where I would go to. There is a tattoo artist in no, in in New Zealand, and his name is Matt Jordan. She has researched this, people. (laughs) She really does fantasize about this because you don't go to New Zealand to get a tattoo. Oh, I will. 
Oh, I will. I, I believe you. I, I want like it you're to a perfectionist. be because my name is is Venus. I want it to be Greek gods and goddesses all the way down the one side of my back. Right. And because I'm more of like a done lady, I'm more of like a dressed woman. Yeah, that would look so cool. Well, you would never see it because you're like you well. Can't wrap I would. Up. Oh, I would make sure you saw it. Okay. I'd be wearing like backless. Backless, like, would you, like would it make you feel like more of a badass? Like, I always wonder. No, not a badass. Uh, maybe no, I don't know. Maybe like a badass. I mean, would it turn my inward badassness out? Yes, it might. So people didn't just see because you look like a Barbie doll and you're gorgeous, but you're smart and all of these uh, things. Would we say a Barbie doll? I do. I would we? So. Would yeah. we? Is that? I like that. Do we? Like, I, Okay, so we like Barbie dolls. I love Barbie dolls. Okay, then we'll go with that. As long as we like Barbie dolls. uh, It's better than Skipper. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be Barbie. I don't want to be Skipper. But no, I think it's – I I mean, you look – you're stunning. Oh, I appreciate that. And you're smart on top of it. So the only thing you're not showing is being a badass. And you do it a little bit because you say fuck. Mm -hmm. But I think Mm -hmm. you want some ink. I think, you know, this might might be our (laughs) thing to do. Brandy. That would be yours. Oh, but if, I'll go to New Zealand bitch, with you. If you're talking they me into this, really, if you're talking me into this shit, you're coming. I'll go. I want to go. I would need support. Wine. I'm in. Uh, I'll get some needles. I need a pain it. pill. I'll get that for you. I think I have it at my house. <laughs> We're in. We're good. We're going to New Zealand. I think Done. I can do it. Matt Jordan, if you're out there, Matt, I'm coming for you, baby. The Gods and goddesses down the back. How did you find this person? Like we find everybody else. The Instagram. Internet. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. He came through my Instagram. Look, if I so much as say that, if I think in my brain Mm -hmm. that I need something or want something, my phone, no, my phone dials into that. that. You're that strong. It's so bizarre. No, no, no. It's for reals. I promise. I'm not kidding. I have moments like that, too. I'm like, I just manifested that to happen. No. Like, it'll be random, and I'm like. I'm supposed to do it. It's so odd. Like, I, I'll i think to myself, oh, I should probably get new bras. And then up pops... A bra sale. A bra! It's the craziest thing. There's something happening with the phones. In the ha- like, there's microphones or something in the actual phone. I think this is someone was telling mm-hmm. me that. That there's, like, your because your audio is on, Are you, no, absolutely. that it no. hears you talking. But it also... And it's like when you Google something and you like it, then all of a sudden you're on like TMZ and then everything that you like is popping up on the that, side. Yes! It's like all the things. You, it's like an app. Yeah. Right. Like they're doing it. But they definitely are. They know exactly what they're doing. I'm like, oh, wait, I almost thought that the other day. I'm like, oh, now there's more. I'm like, wait, they're let, tricking me. Let me give you an example. I was in an airport in Phoenix and I walked by a Spanx place. Remember that that under, that do. underwear place? Yes, the Spanx there is place. one in the airport. And I, I, I thought to myself, I never said this out loud, I thought to myself, huh, I forgot about that store. I should, you know, maybe look into that, see, like, see what they have in there because they had some like, really cute yeah, tops. Yeah. I am not kidding. The next day on my Instagram feed, up pops Spanx, Spanx that I hadn't even thought of right. in a decade. I'm telling you, my phone well, is Well, you know, I did a show with Omarosa. She's like crazy um but she no she worked with trump and she did say that our cell phones like the the blue the fact that we have bluetooth and our cell phones are so compromised like everyone's listening everyone's watching and that bluetooth is the the worst thing because they can hear every like it's just going to this i don't know she's crazy so i don't know how straight it is but it did get me thinking god like I i don't have anything to hide but like gosh i mean everyone could know everything i mean look i appreciate it 
I'm not mad if at I'm it. If I'm going by, I love it. If I'm going walking by and I'm thinking, oh, I should probably get that. And then up pops advertisements. I'm like, or, all right, I'm down. I'm down. Thanks. Or are we disciples and someone's like in mind fucking us and we're like turning into someone's pipe pipers? It could be both. Yeah. It could be both. <laughs> We need I mean, to stop this. What, no one's going to hire you, you as a doctor again. You and I need joints, yeah. and then we need to talk about this. Yeah. Well, we need okay. marijuana, and then we need to talk about these conversations. I think you saw me on marijuana <laughs> once. It was not good. Like I, so I smoked the other night with my friend, and I get a headache. I yeah. smoked all through high school. I sold it in high school. I whatever, but I can't smoke anymore. Yeah, I'm, you know it's funny you're saying that. I was never ever into drugs ever oh i was um <laughs> Back in the day. N- never i uh was always like one of those like super responsible people you know i always felt that i was like you the adult to, in the situation to be a badass. you have to you need thank to you i need to release myself you so. do you're so buttoned up and perfect at all times you need to be a little bit of a badass i love of a rebel yeah so i uh, i never did drugs and then on my 40th birthday i was with a really good friend of mine and she said, let me tell you, just smoke a little bit. I'm, I'm here f- with you. Peer pressure. I'll, I'll, I'll hold your hand. And she's like, and what's so great about it is if you have a bad high, it's over in like 20, <laughs> half hour. <laughs> so I took a little hit on my 40th birthday. I had the best fucking night's sleep of my life. Really? I woke up a new human being. I called my parents. I was yelling at them. Why don't you tell me the secret drug was marijuana? I mean, it does work for a lot so of people. So I... Every night uh, for one year, I started to take just one. I never smoke <laughs> in front of people. Never was in front. I just took one little hit before I went to bed. And a vape or like an actual? In, a, in an actual joint. Okay. Yeah. A bat, actually. Like just where it gives you just one little hit. The okay. bats. A, a what? It, like a, it's, it's called a bat. It just gives you one little I hit. I don't know what that is. It, it actually looks like a tiny little bat. See, a I need, bat. It sounds like I need to release the badass yeah, in you. Well, no, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to jail. <laughs> I think I'm good. You and Amber. You yeah. and Amber have been in jail. I, I was only there for eight hours, but I was there. So, no. I, I need the fun police. Eight hours? Yeah. It's a long story. Oh. Yeah. Um, but, no. I. Do you need to tell it or no? No. No. Okay. no okay. I think everyone knows. Okay. Um, but I, I don't know when to quit. My girlfriend's like, this is probably why I got a headache. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is great. I felt great. So, yeah. I kept on taking puffs. Yeah. And then two hours later, I felt great and I had a headache. Like, yeah, it'll give you a headache. I don't just, like to cut back a little. After it started to interrupt my sleep wake cycle, so I would be up at four in the morning and I'd be like, oh, I'll just take another little hit. And to go back to sleep. To go back to sleep. And I was like, yeah, I'm not into this anymore. No. So I never smoked again. Um, so that was that. So I had my it. one year of. Of, of marijuana and then I never smoked again. No, look, I'm not against it. Well, I think that anything that you use yeah. and you, you have to use to go to sleep. Like, I was yeah. addicted to Ambien for a year. I could not sleep without it. And at first I was sleeping great. And then I was sleeping three hours, waking up, taking oh, another half. Your body and just gets used to it. Exactly. So I think that with anything, I think moderation is the key. Mm-hmm. Except for wine, obviously. I mean, come um, on. I mean, unless you know. I have a yeast infection right now. I'm just sharing this with people. I'm oh, like, I'm so I sorry. I know. No, that I'm on blows. antibiotics for this stupid skin that infection. That blows. Diflucan. Right. You need well, no, Diflucan. I have. I have already taken both tablets. Took one, and then I said they said wait five days. I took the next no, one. No, no, no. You wait 72 hours. No, and I took then, the next one the next day. I don't oh, listen to directions, oh, obviously. Okay. But, no, I was that, like, it's not going well. Like, no, yeah. Weed, and I've got a box and yes. some stuff up there. But last night, try not to drink because I'm on antibiotics. I had to do the Facebook Live thing, and then I spilled the wine. 
because I was on my bed in my crotch. And then I was thinking, I'm baking bread and making some Making wine. I'm like, I'm just like a French person. I mean, that thing is amazing. It cooks, it it drinks, it cleans. Everything. (laughs) I'm like, I'm a fucking hot mess. And I shared it on, on Facebook Live. I'm like, I just spilled my wine. And I have yeast infection. People were like, what? I'm yeah. Like, Listen. And then I called my kid to go get me another glass of wine. And they're like, "Poor kid." <laughs> I'm like, "He's fine. Don't worry." Wow. Yeah. Wow. No. Night. No. Yeast infections are a topic that we don't like to talk about. You know, because it's about right. women's bodies. Um, but they're they're a bitch. They're a nightmare, and I only get them when I go on antibiotics. But I also take probiotics to try to balance, mm-hmm. you know, the good bacteria and the bad bacteria. But look, if you're on antibiotics, it's a very hard thing, even if you're taking probiotics, yeah. it's a very hard thing to counteract. Yeah, and I hate yogurt. I mean, I really, I, yeah. I love yogurt. Ew. I love yogurt. Yeah. I can eat yogurt and granola all day oh, long. Oh, oh, I mix oh. it up together. It's delicious. Mm. <laughs> That's very fattening, actually. I don't care. Granola? Okay. I'm not like one of those, I'm not a, a, a body conscious right. person. No, no. I think I think um I, I just because I you know, you you just you get over that. Like, like you, I eat like, I, a ton. My my love for food outweighs my love to look good. So that's how I feel about right. that. Um so I love to eat. I mean I'm not kidding. No, I will I, have me too. Sam, how many desserts do I have a day? See, I'm not a two. person. She, yeah. Really? Does, oh, my God. Two. two. All homemade. I, I I love food. I love good food. I love Italian food. Now, how do we get Italian on the food situation? Or I, wanted, I, I, wanted to start ta- I wanted to tell you about like something about yeast. Oh, yeah. So women don't enjoy talking about yeast. Well, but no one. You, you, well, no one. Does anyone really enjoy well, yeast? Well, I mean, I had to explain why <laughs> to a guy. He couldn't come over. I'm like... He's like, wait, we had a date? I'm like, trust me, you don't want where I'm baking. Mm-hmm. Like, you just don't want it. And he's yeah. like, I don't understand. He's French. And I was like, uh, I have a yeast infection. And he's mm-hmm. like, it's fine. I go, it's not going to be fine for me. It's going to be itchy and horrible. Well, maybe and he just wanted to come no, and see we, you. No, it's just a sex thing. Oh, well, yeah. then that's problematic. Yeah, yeah um, so we, I was like, mm, nope. Oh, uh, so, but did, did, did you know that at one point or another, most women will get a yeast infection in their life. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, every single friend of mine. Yeah. I mean, we, like, the, the second I'm on antibiotics, I get one. I've never had one other than just being on antibiotics, mm-hmm. but I've had friends that were in, like, the Vegas pool for too long, and they had their wet bathing suit. Like, yeah. random shit. But it's, and it's not – it can be sexually transmitted if a mm-hmm. guy gets it from a girl. You can actually give a guy a yeast mm-hmm. infection. Mm-hmm. But that's his choice for sticking the D in when it's mm-hmm. cheesy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. no good. Well – That's no good. Maybe just say no. That was just my ex-husband. But I'm like, dude, you can't. Well, all right, there you go. Your, your ex-husband? Wait yes. a minute, I'm confused. My ex-husband had a yeast infection. He insisted on having sex once, and then he got the yeast infection. Oh. And I was like, I told you. Yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. what happens. It happens. And then I had to wait for his to I mean, away. I appreciate your openness <laughs> about really the comings and goings of <laughs> the, coming, of the, the Brandy coming. Glanville vagina. vagina. I'm really appreciative of it, actually. Well, yeah. I mean, I did this play called The Vagina Monologues, and it just made me much more comfortable with talking did about it. Did you really? Yeah. It was so fun. Let me tell you, I was obsessed with that. Uh, th- they had made a book out of yes. it. I, was, I went to go see the show, yes. and this was, I want to say, 25 years ago. Yep. I was obsessed with the vagina monologues. It was, and so I, we did it in three or four different cities. I, I am so, it that is amazing, so Brandy. Yeah, it was so fun. And it was like, when I, was this? 
uh, last year, year before. Oh my god, I it love was, I mean, that. I've never done anything like that. And wow. I and when my a girlfriend of mine was doing. So were you like in the theater? Were you like? Yeah, we were in a theater. Wow. Yeah. But it was like oh, they had like housewives doing it, so it wasn't like I was a legit actress, but. It was really fun, and it, like I cried. Mm-hmm. It, I legitimately cried mm-hmm. each time, mm-hmm. and because it is such a powerful thing. So I'm very mm-hmm. open about all mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Which you know. I love that. I love that you were you were doing the vagina monologues. So, I think that's amazing. It was. It was. At first, I was so nervous, and then I was like, "This just kind of sets you free. Mm-hmm. You can talk about whatever you want." Mm-hmm. And these people did this. How, yeah, it was in the like the late 80s, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it was, I mean, it was years ago. So I want to say like 25 years ago yeah. when I, I, I went to see it. Um, I was living in New York City and I went to see it in the city. Yeah, I want to say like 25 okay. years yeah. ago. I was young. Um, yeah. and, and I loved it. It was, I mean, it was powerful. It was on Broadway yeah. for, for many, many, many years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's really exciting. So, so what's next for you? Like, what's next for you? Uh, well, I've been doing this now for five years, and I have... The podcast? Yeah. Okay. Um, which I love. Um, but I have two other... It's reality. Re- it's reality. Mm-hmm. That's what's next for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that just seems... I keep getting the calls, and I'm, I'm they're going to go away at some point, mm-hmm. so I'm going to continue to do mm-hmm. it. I'm also studying skincare just because I'm obsessed with it, because I do... We yeah. talked about what I did earlier... And I have the skin infection and the chin and the Botox. It was like a nightmare. Um, but I'm obsessed with all of those things. When I was mm-hmm. younger, I used to want to be a dermatologist. Can't do that now because I don't want – I don't even like school. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am studying. I'm taking – I'm just going to get my esthetician's license. I don't want to do facials on people. I just mm-hmm. want the knowledge. Mm-hmm. I, that, that's that's so yeah. admirable that yeah. you would want just the knowledge. Or is it vain? <laughs> well, no. Well, no. I, mean, like, I want to do like – Everything to myself. I oh, you want to do it to yourself? <laughs> I buy every machine. I have two oxygen machines at my house, like the mm-hmm. kind you get in, like when you go to the doctor's. Mm-hmm. I have like two lasers. It's a problem. Mm-hmm. It's an addiction, but I'm going to continue to study about my addiction. Mm-hmm. How do you an addiction of what? It's more of a, it's an obsession of I'm obsessed with the fountain of youth or like fixing. I have melasma, I have psoriasis, I have acne. Like, I have all of these different skin issues that I'm on all of these different medications for that I would like not to take the medications for. So I'm, I struggle, so it's important for me to have the knowledge to understand why I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. Were so. you always like that, do you mm-hmm. think? Or is it something that grew over time as you got older? Or were you always like that? I was like always that? like this. Okay, so I then- put comment on my teeth when I was little. Mm-hmm. Because I wanted white teeth like the people in the commercials, like Will's going to get from mm-hmm. his white strips. Mm-hmm. You're injecting your insecurities into uh-huh. Will? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. That's why I try to do that. <laughs> keep him down. Got to keep him down. Keep him down. Make but him I feel did, abused. I, I put comment on my toothbrush, and like, I could have died, but I was so obsessed. It's like a weird. Wow. I don't well, wow. So, <laughs> is it perfection? Is it. No. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's. I just don't want to get, you know, when people say, oh, you know, I'm throwing in the towel. I don't want to ever be that person. Like, I don't want to not care. So it interests me. I like it. Um, I have had everything that bad that could happen to you happen to me mm-hmm. with lasers and all of these things that I've tried. Um, I just, I just like to know things, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And why is that bad? Like, why does it turn into an addiction? 
Because on one hand, you're talking about it very positively. Well, because, well, sometimes I get a little out of hand. Like when I'll say to the doc, like my doctor, I don't want Botox in which I want right here. No more. Like I'll, mm-hmm. I go overboard. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I take my Diflucan, not 72 mm-hmm. hours, the next day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one, mm-hmm. and then I just, mm-hmm. I'm, it's, I'm at, I'm all in all of the time. And mm-hmm. sometimes I need to slow down mm-hmm. and think about the repercussions. Mm-hmm. Because I end up getting them, and like the skin, like all of these things. So mm-hmm. I just thought, you know, I, I think that is a great idea. I mean, you're you're knowledgeable about that kind of thing, so it's kind of like just increasing your knowledge about it. Yeah, and I'm and I'm interested. Yeah. It's not like I'm taking a test to be a lawyer, which is mm-hmm. I would kill myself. Mm-hmm. But and I hate lawyers, not all of them, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. most of them. Um, but no, it's just something that it's. I love it. I have a passion. Mm-hmm. Like I send my mom all these products. I have more products in my house than you've ever seen in your life. Like I try everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a problem. Yeah, I, it's not. It was only a problem because it costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Or it might be a problem if you if you also feel like controlled by it a little bit. You know what I mean? Like your interests. You know, is it feels like you're super interested. In it. Yeah. <laughs> but I also like when I just like to know mm-hmm. I can't explain it and mm-hmm. I, I like to under like when I go to the dentist I love going to my, everyone's like why do you like going to the dentist I love it mm-hmm. because I want to know what's going on in there mm-hmm. and so he likes when I come in we will sit there for hours I want to understand I mm-hmm. want he shows me the x-rays he tells me what he's doing he talks me through it so you're really a frustrated medical doctor <laughs> y- no <laughs> I mean I mean, I am the girl that all of my friends call. Like, I was the first yeah. one to have kids, the first one to get married. And if they have a yeast infection, what do I buy? If they have a bladder infection, what do I buy? Mm-hmm. Like, I've always been that rock for my girlfriends mm-hmm. because I was the first one to do kind of everything. And my mom was a nurse. So she, like, she pierced our ears for us. She mm-hmm. put an ice cube on a hypodermic needle. And I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of like her in a way mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I want to do I want to do everything myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got all this stuff to do my nails myself, and I did them, and then they were horrible. <laughs> um, I so did the you left won't hand be really a... good, and then the right hand, I'm like, how do I do this? So I have all this stuff. I could probably do it for someone else. So you won't be doing nails? I just want to say, no, like, this is soon. not me. Yeah, no. I, I, but I, listen, I tried it. I can do it mm-hmm. just on one hand. You know, as you're talking, I'm thinking about how how curious you are about the world and how smart you are and i don't think i'm wondering if people have told you enough of that that you are smart i get a lot of you know what you're actually and that's the word i do not enjoy is actually actually really smart like go fuck yourself Mm -hmm. not you Mm -hmm. but it's such an assumption that somebody that looks like yourself or myself, and I don't have the degrees that you have, mm-hmm. is just fake boobs and big lips and mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. dumb up here. And um, I want to break did down you, that. Did you hear me saying that? No. Oh, okay, good. Oh, no, no, no. Because I was listening to you talk no, no. about, wow, she could be like, she should go to medical school. Oh, oh see, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have an interest, but I'm, I'm a mom and I'm lazy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know so you have come across people because of how you look have assumed that you weren't smart right my entire my entire life mm-hmm. because I modeled at such a young age okay if you're a pretty face you're on the runway like okay so you then must I'm, be so, dumb as rocks okay so then maybe I am correct that it was sort of this assumption that you weren't being propped up for how smart you are uh 
yeah, no, it was for more sure. about I mean, what you look yeah. like. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, that I'm inappropriate and that so, I say fuck and that I do whatever I want to so, do. So here you are, like, getting all of these accolades for your appearance and what you and what you look like. I can only imagine the fear it must be to feel as if those things are going away. It's horrible. Yeah. And I wish, you know, I was told to lie when I was 20 and say that I was 17 mm-hmm. to the modeling clients. Like, mm-hmm. And... That's something that really mm-hmm. fucks with your head. If mm-hmm. you're already told to lie about your age mm-hmm. at 20, and then I was told how not symmetrical my face is. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not a beauty girl. You're a runway girl. And, you know, you you learn very – it breeds insecurity. Yeah. So then you're – you know, you marry this actor. You get a divorce, and he goes with someone 10 years younger. Then mm-hmm. you're insecure again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, what, what don't I have that this person has? Mm-hmm. So – then, of course, reality TV just fell in my lap, and I'm watching myself get older mm-hmm. every year, and mm-hmm. it's hard. What I find fascinating is that we condemn women for something that is out of their control, like getting older. We condemn women for what we have no control over, and then we condemn them for doing something about, about it. it. Right. And that you can't win. is a – you cannot win. It's a catch-22 um, and it, it it makes me really sad when I see that that kind of attitude happening in the media or on social media. Right. It's like, okay, so we'll blow up Madonna's 50-something-year-old hand and make fun of her. Which is... Uh, um, but then we'll condemn the next woman for doing something about, about it. it. Right. So it puts women... In a place a of... Predicament. Uh, of, like, uh, you, you, right. Double-edged sword, you can't win. So it's like you have these people condemning you that you're getting older. Right. And then condemning you for doing right. something about it. It's like the worst feeling like, ever. What do you do? I mean, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to grow old gracefully. If that's for you, that's for you. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But you're still going to have that stigma that people talking. It's like, oh, she's an old bag. This, mm-hmm. that. I mean, it still happens. Mm-hmm. And then if you do something about it, well, mm-hmm. I'm very outspoken about what I do. Mm-hmm. So, because I feel like it, the second you try to hide something, mm-hmm. it makes the conversation even bigger. So, mm-hmm. I'm just like, here's what it is. Mm-hmm. Like yeast infections. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and I had my vagina tightened after I got a divorce. Um, you know, I, but before you go into that, I wanted to point out um, I don't. This is like therapy. Do, do, do you remember, uh, this was a couple of days ago, where Pink had tweeted out someone who had condemned her for getting for getting for getting older right um and she was no she wouldn't have that good and it's we need more of that we need more women um clapping back to that kind of behavior absolutely or or that kind of commentary it's it's just it just goes to show i mean for she probably got a million tweets that day about how great of a singer she is, how mm-hmm. beautiful she is, but it's that one mean tweet that really hits us mm-hmm. and that we feel, we're not saying thank you to everyone that's nice because you can't because there's mm-hmm. too many people, but it's the mean ones that it's like a dagger and you react to. And mm-hmm. I, I wish that we could, I wish that we could clap back, but I wish that we could also just ignore them. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. a way, just because you can, we, they win if we. You can choose to ignore that, but there are certain people that have a platform that they should be clapping back. That mm-hmm. show that this shouldn't be done. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I find myself responding more to negative people than the ones that are lovely, and I've been mm-hmm. following me for years because mm-hmm. I'm like, go fuck yourself, like you know. Mm-hmm. But why am I giving this person that time? Yeah, and not saying thank you to someone who's being kind. Yeah, why? Be- I, I don't know because it it hurts. Mm-hmm. You know, it it hits you in a spot that it's like. Mm-hmm. 
And the, the people that are doing it are just looking for attention. Mm-hmm. And the second you tweet them back, they're like, oh, I was kidding. I really like you. <laughs> like, you're insane. Wow. Yeah, it's wow. insane. See, I ignore haters. That's smart. I See, just, I, I really believe yeah. that's... I used to be in a Twitter war a day. Like, every day it was something <laughs> Twitter, new. Like, uh, who? I, could, everyone, I can't ha- handle that. Everyone, everywhere, anyone that mm-hmm. said anything. I was like, I'm so combative. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, you know what? This is just taking too much energy yeah. like, away from my, my life and my soul. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to. That's when I had to. I mean, it was just like a year ago that I walked away. <laughs> I mean, it's I'm, like, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Right. You got to exactly. ask yourself that question. Because you're going to get into an argument. Right. Do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Exactly. So you're choosing to be happy. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's great. And in my heart, I know I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, so are you going to be doing uh, marriage boot camp again? Yes. Um, we are in for, uh, you know, another. Well, we have one popping up that's already in the can. I think it's coming out in a few months, and oh, that's yes. going to be a pretty big deal. That's going to be fun. I think someone I know uh, is on it. No, uh, I, don't know I'm allow- I don't know if I'm allowed. To- oh, okay, I don't okay. think I'm allowed to release who is right, right. on it. But but yes, okay, yes I'll okay, say that. It. Okay. Um, and then we're doing another two seasons, either in August or in October. We'll be filming another two seasons. They already picked it up for that. Like they're just they you know, love. They love. I mean, people love, the, love the show, and I think they love the show because um, it's you. You get your level of conflict that you yeah. were talking about. So you get your 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 you know your. But it's authentic you're, for the most part. I mean, well, like, well, you're getting your what's the word that people use a lot? This is my what's what is that? Did I say? Back? I don't know. This is my guilty my pleasure. pleasure yeah. yeah, my my guilty pleasure. Um, I haven't eaten breakfast yet. Sorry, guys. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> so, eat breakfast. Oh, actually, I had waffles with Jake. I lied. So, I um, so you get your you get enough drama to satisfy that. But then I can't tell you, Brandy, how many people stop me every day and say, I've learned so much from your show. And they'll go through the exercises. They'll go through listening, understanding, validation. Like, they'll repeat back to me what we've talked about on the show and the lessons. You can't. There's a lot of people that don't believe in there, and then they watch it and they're like, wait. You're touching people who otherwise may not seek help for a communication problem and you're also touching people who are like huh i could put that in my everyday life yeah. you know I, I might be able to do that so you're you're it's working on several different levels and there's there, that's always so great when you feel like you're doing something to help, like, positive right. you know like for me i don't think when, when i ask myself am i having fun i'm also asking myself is this useful to society? Right. And my answer to that show is always yeah. yes, every single time. Who can say that in the reality television genre? <laughs> like, really? I mean, no, like, a lot seriously. Of pe- no, no. Uh, not a lot of people no. can say that. Um, so that's one of the reasons why I continually do it, um, because it is helpful. And, and by the way, I learn something every single time. I learned from you. I learned from Guy. I learned from everybody on the cast. Like I, I you only, you know, you're only as smart as you're willing to, to learn. Right. Right? As long as you're accepting knowledge still, and you don't think you know everything. Right. Those are the people that scare exactly. me. Exactly. I mean, that's the, the, the yeah. you still maintain a curiosity about other people and the world, and so, um, you know, no fancy degrees will give you that. You know, that is something you really have to ex- be able to experience other people. 
Um, because once you realize you don't know shit, you're the smartest person in the room. Right. And that is really important to remember. Um, and I tell myself that, you know, like, I don't know shit. I'm just here to listen to you and see what you have to say. And, you know, it's very helpful when it comes to a show like that yeah. to walk in. Um, open-minded. Like open-minded. Open, and guess yeah. what? I don't do a lot of research on, on the people I, because I want to be able to experience them for them right. without a lot of preconceived, preconceived notions. Yeah. So I specifically do not do uh, a ton of research because I don't watch any television. So I don't know anybody. <laughs> what? I know we can't sit and talk uh, about your favorite what shows. We do? I guess we're just from New Zealand and get tattoos and read books. So, God forbid. God damn it. So, uh, yeah. So I I don't watch any television. So for me, it's easy that right. way. But also, I could do a quick Google search, and of I course. I still choose not to. Right. Um, some of the identifying demographical information, you know, they give me, um, and for me. That's all I need to know because what I love to do is come in, the cleanest, uh, the, the the slate is clean, refreshed takeaway, refreshed, you know, a very fresh takeaway. So, um, so yeah, um, I, I I enjoy doing the show for for several different right. re- reasons. I will say that show, out. So I've done Housewives, but then I've done like seven other reality shows. Mm-hmm. I always get stopped for Housewives every day. Oh, all of, day. Co- of course. But outside of that, I was like. I, I got stopped more for this show mm-hmm. out of any of the other shows besides Housewives that I've done. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh, wow. Like, I thought, you know, I was in Texas for something. And like, oh, my God, I love watching you and your dad on the show. And yeah. Like, oh. What? And then, People. Like, then it just got, and then they love it. And people are, like, talking about it. And I usually get, like, oh, we miss you on Housewives or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And it was kind of refreshing. People were, like, coming up to me and talking to me about my dad. And mm-hmm. I hope you and your dad are talking. I'm yeah. Like, uh, okay, oh, this is weird. It was actually mm-hmm. a little weird because it is a personal relationship with him, and you know, I put it out there. Mm-hmm. We put it out there, mm-hmm. and so now everyone is allowed to have an opinion on it. But it's a little crazy that you know you're in an airport and people are like, "Oh, I love you and your dad. I hope you made up." I'm like, okay, but it's wow, cool. wow. But that yeah. means you're reaching people. Yeah, you're reaching people. Yeah. I mean, that show goes far and wide, and it's been on forever, by the way. Like that show, I've I will will have done I've I have done six seasons. I will have will do be doing eight. So so eight seasons, but wow. it's been on for was it was it the tenth season that aired or the eleventh season? Eleven is coming, and they renamed it. It used to be called something else. So there, it's under like it's really thirteen seasons. My point, right? So not for like thirteen seasons. Wow. Like I, I, people love that when show. When a recipe works, unless it's I feel like this show it helps people. With Housewives, I think that the recipes, like some of the shows that I watch, it's getting old. Mm-hmm. We know exactly what's going to happen, and I want something to change. Mm-hmm. But with this, it's you have all of these different real life stories, mm-hmm. and you get the drama, but you also get like you're sending people off with, you know, what's going to happen with them next, and mm-hmm. like and and hopefully an mm-hmm. answer to their problems. Mm-hmm. And that's not like any other TV show. Mm-mm. No, and we have repeat. Like we have people who come back. Renee, um, right? Yes, well, she she, she, come back she was there uh, with uh, for the for the marriage boot camp, and then she was there for family. So we right. have people who I'm who come back. I love Renee. I just yeah, no, she's she's, no, she's, she's awesome. great. I actually she's was great. just on the phone with her the other night. She's she was like, "You called me a narcissist." She started coming for me on Twitter. I'm like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "We're friends." I called her. I'm like, 
She's like, oh, no, it's fine. I've been called worse. I'm like, okay. I got him not trying to have a Twitter war with you. <laughs> do you find that people do that? There's, like, sort of this pretend world that Like, people... on the show? No, like, I was wondering if that happens where you're having this sort of pretend argument that you're really not in. That... I, I don't. Okay. If I'm arguing with you, you're going to know it. Okay. Like, I don't so, have... so So yours is for real. Mine's for real. Mm-hmm. But my girlfriend called me, and she sent me, that does my Twitter, yeah. she sent me these screenshots, and... I'm like, oh shit! Like, what are you talking? Like, I, I love mm-hmm. all three of the sisters, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh god! I, I just call. I picked the phone. And I called her. I'm like, girl, mm-hmm. I am not. Like, I just can't. I'm not, I'm just not having the best day, mm-hmm. and the last thing I need is to have her coming for me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay. I think she just needed to. We just needed to talk. Yeah. You know, because yeah, 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 they're yeah. watching the show back, and now, like that, it's aired. People are dissecting every little thing. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. like, wait, she said that then? I'm like, wait, we were good. We're good. We're yeah. all good. Yeah, we yeah, all yeah, said yeah. shitty things. But now we're here and we're in a better place. So right. let's keep it moving forward. Yeah. So how are you going to move forward with your, your, your dad? What is, the, what is the plan, Sam? Well, I talked to my mom on uh, – I talked to my mom all the time, but I talked to my mom yesterday. I was very upset. They're very irresponsible. I called them all weekend – their home lines, their cell lines. She's like, oh, my phone died or our mailbox is full. They don't, they'll, they'll go out of town and not tell anyone. I'm like, you guys suck as parents. Mm-hmm. Ooh, but they don't. My mom's awesome. But she told me what I needed to know, that he was just upset because he thought I said that he used to beat me. And I said, well, my mom didn't really watch the last show. And I said, that's, I said, we had, he said his dad was physically abusive. Mm-hmm. And I said, I said, dad slapped me once in high school. And that's when I was like, that's it. That was like in high school. I, mm-hmm. So now my dad has changed as he does the story in his head, thinking that people now think that he used to be physically abusive no. to us. And I said, I, I go, Mom, that's not mm-hmm. – I, I go, you need to watch it. Cause she didn't watch the last one. I said, mm. So maybe you should give him a call. I tried. And he'd He's open up the phone? Calls. <laughs> He's You know, I just – I know with him I have to let him, like, yeah. wind down, have it kind of change the conversation in a little while. Yeah. Something else will spark his interest, and we'll, we're just not going to have a conversation about it. It's not going to do me any good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I know what I saw. I know what we recorded. He's up here. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. and by the way, you know, he did a little bit of that during during the filming, um, and I had wondered if he was getting to an age where maybe. He was experiencing right. um, just some cognitive changes in how we di- in how he was digesting his information. Right, I, I was wondering that He's because done that my whole life. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. So then, no. But, no, but then, uh, <laughs> uh, my entire life has been like this. But that said, he was in ICU. He had like for he had you know some oxygen that didn't get to. My mom thinks he has brain damage. Let's just put it out there. Oh, okay. I'm like, All right, we'll just let's just chalk it up to brain damage, even if he's just being an ass. But okay, okay. But so then there there, sure, there, there could might be, be some. like just recently, mm-hmm. but he was this way my whole mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, he's he's 69. He's not that. I don't think that's that old. So it isn't that old, and at the same time, it's old enough to uh, facilitate. Uh, regular right. conversation you yeah, know what yeah. I mean because our parents are they're not gonna be around forever I know so it's a feeling of I mean some I know are you okay I, yeah no I'm fine yeah. I'm just like I like this is I'm going to mm-hmm. 
I mean, he's kind of reverting back to where we were before we came in, even mm-hmm. though we were in such a good place. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't, he doesn't have a lot. Like, I don't, he's alone a lot. Mm-hmm. My mom goes to work every day. He's yeah. a handyman. So mm-hmm. he works by himself with himself, like, all day. Mm-hmm. So he's thinking about things and, and mm-hmm. thinking about things. that Like, he doesn't have mm-hmm. an outlet, whereas I have the kids and I have work and I have this. I can't sit and think about him all day, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that that is, he needs a little more social interaction. Mm-hmm. I think that would be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, does he text? Does he do that on the phone? He does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just a simple, for you, maybe it's just a simple good morning every single day. Yeah. That's it. Every single day. Good morning. Good yeah. morning. How are you? Good morning. You know what I mean? Just yeah. every single day. And then... Because you're, it's 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 a way to be reaching out that you remember to do Rather that. Rather than just going, all right, I'm leaving yeah. you alone for a minute. Cause yeah, it's a way to reach out and and let them know that you want to have. Well, he a sees relationship. my missed calls. <laughs> 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 I know he's watching. I'm like, right, but it might try, it might be I'm easier. Try again, like I'll yeah. try again. Like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let him. Like. Mm-hmm. It is, and you know, it is mm-hmm. what it is. It's mm-hmm. Guy Glanville. He's, yeah, Guy Glanville. Guy, Guy Glanville. He's an anomaly. I love he's that. It. Guy very... Glanville. And it always needs to be said like that. Guy Glanville. Guy Glanville. He's just, <laughs> he's just him. He's a special person. Yeah. And I love him very much. Well, so. I am um, hoping the best for you. And I, I'm also hoping that, you know, you'll be able to implement some of the tools that that you yeah, no, I have. I've, I've and, been and, great, and maybe part of that is is stepping away, like knowing when to just be right. like, "All right, I'm going to let you have a do you have a moment." But then after that, you know, we're going to over communicate about right. the issue. I'm get on a plane, come to Sacramento. I, I I think that that would be very appropriate if you yeah. felt that to get on a plane and be like, look, I, know, I, I think talk I'm, with you. I'm due for a visit. I just want this to like calm mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. The kids will be out of school in June mm-hmm. and then we'll go mm-hmm. for a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the unfortunate thing is that it puts you in a parental position. That's the unfortunate thing. But it puts my mom in one really mm-hmm. like she's the one that has to deal because mm-hmm. I'm here. I don't really have to deal, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so she's got to do all of the damage mm-hmm. control and, and it's unfortunate for her because mm-hmm. you know she works long days. She wants to come home and have peace. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I got, I got you. Um, Who yeah. doesn't? I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to go get tattoos and smoke pot and what the fuck? And I'm listening to you. I'm kidding. Well, I'm I got joking. three kids. I got three kids. I've been married forever. You know, oh, I, yeah. I want to come home to right. peace. It's time. It's yeah. time to be our true, authentic selves. And if that's what we want to do, that's what we're gonna do. I'm not hiding it from any, like I have a yeast infection. Mm-hmm. I like my wine. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. Well, I won't not be you. smoking pot anytime soon, okay. and I won't be getting a tattoo. Well, I mean, unless I, we go I, to I, like I look, love. It's one of these. I'm going to have to be peer pressured. Okay, I can do that. I, I, it's one of those things. I'm really good at that. <laughs> my friend. I'm like, it'll be drink you. It, drink it. Another sake. Another sake. It'll be you. The beams. Yeah. Uh, Sam will have to be right. there. Um, it'll be all of us just in New Zealand getting tattoos. Oh I mean, and God. we'll have to stay Maybe there. Maybe Bieber will oh, fly us. I'm sorry. Plane. Dana's like, what, oh. what do I chop liver? Dana's over there. <laughs> We're all sharing the beads. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm in. It sounds like a really good reality show. I mean, we're just. <laughs> Could you imagine? That would be beyond oh hilarious. Oh, my God. Doing the things we've always wanted to do hey. or scared to do. The doctor, the pop star, and the reality. <laughs> They're getting on a private plane and doing some weird shit. 
It'd be like the opposite of Gilligan's Island, kind of, because we're, you know. No, I feel you. Yeah. I mean, you're a producer at heart. Yeah, I mean, right. if, we, we got this down. We got this down. I'm pitching it tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for being this here. This has been such a fun, fun it's conversation. Um, thank you for having me. And tell us how we can find you on social media. How can we? This is always a brain teaser for me. <laughs> Sam, what is I? What is I? Okay, so on Instagram, I'm doctor underscore V underscore, right? Okay, I got the right. I got okay. the, the Did okay on that. Somebody else take Dr. V? Uh... I think Probably. so. That's yeah, I see. I got on Instagram late. Oh, me too. So I people were like, "Oh my god, you should go on Instagram." Should, and I was just like, "I just can't do another job." It and is now, a job. I'm, now, I know. now I'm like, you know, behind the times yeah, on the too. Instagram. I'm like, I'll stick with Twitter like, yeah. for years, and then I'm like, "Fuck, I gotta join." And now the Twitter is dr <laughs> underscore v underscore tweet. Yeah, woo. Underscore tweet. Okay. Yeah, Dr. V. I tweeted you at yesterday. Dr. V I tweet. did that, I think. And I retweeted you. Oh, I didn't see it. <laughs> I was like, I literally tweet and then toss it. And I up. retweeted you. I was like, okay. So I know I saw you on Twitter. I just, I don't know. Just ignored me? No. Okay. I know. I like, okay, I like Glanville. To put it out there and then like, what if you didn't get back to me? That would hurt my feelings. So why not just not look? Ignorance is really bliss. <laughs> I really just go with it most of the time. Well, the, again, thank you for Aww, having me. This is so, so fun. So, again, like, I'll be seeing you. You know, we'll plan our New Zealand trip. we on the plane. Yeah, probably, like, two probably weeks. I'll therapy at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. In two Perfect. weeks, and then I'll see you later. Perfect. All right, great. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh, awesome. Thank you to everyone who's listening. Bye-bye. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, thanks. I could tell. Even she, sitting like, behind her, she was so like, like, she was like this so about perfect, it. I was like, like all the time that she yeah. wants to do something that fuck up yeah, your body. She, yeah, no, but like not fuck up your you body. I mean, like, like a permanent little right. thing that reminds you that, like, yeah, like, I'm I have charged, two and I, like, but they're out of sight, so I forget that I have them. Okay, but I know that I have them, and when I'm reminded, I'm like, yeah, that's right, I have those. I think she just needs it. Like, she needs three nights out with me, and then she'll be, she'll be like fine for drunkenly the rest of her life. getting tattoos. Yeah. Well, I mean, we probably won't get tattoos, but we'll make out. You guys would make out? Probably. Okay. I make out with all my friends. Do, does anybody catch that on camera? Mm, and then yeah. post it and be like, what's Randy doing with this, with this girl? Oh, no, no. My girlfriends are actually cool people. Okay. Um, it has been a while since I made out with a girl, though. <laughs> anyway, so let's bring her in. <laughs> um, okay. Wow. I mean, that was great. Yeah. I learned a lot. I've... <laughs> I like like how brass she is about things. I re- but like she would go into like doctor mode too. So she was doing like therapy on me a right. bit. But then she would go into like oh we're just having a fun conversation. Even in the way that she talked, because she'd get really loud and, and really. Then she'd be like, I was like, and she'd be like, well, listen, Brandy, tell me what you need to do. But that's her doctor mode, and yeah. then she's like, she's got that side of her. She got a badass side of her, right? And I like it. Sometimes I think doctors, especially like psychologists, like have to have that side of them. It's like a great coach who's like. You know, guys, I'm here for you, but you need to stop fucking around. You know what I mean? Right. No, seriously. That moment where you're like, this is. But I think that's probably what sets her free because she can, she doesn't have to have that like, like bedside manner all the time. She Mm -hmm. gets to go tell people to fuck off. Right. I would love that job except I don't have any degrees. You could be a life coach. I kind of already have that job. <laughs> That's a life coach. You. What do you think your podcast is for? It's, a, just, it's a life coaching podcast. That. Exactly. It, you tell it, people to fuck off. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. It's just, yeah. So I do have that job. I just do. don't. Yeah. All right. Perfect. <laughs> well, I think that her and I are going to be friends and hang out. I hope you. I hope you do. I hope gave her my number. Guys, the two of you should do your own show together. Like uh, what? To, like the angel and the devil, and I'm the devil. She's the angel. 
Are and then she'll go devil both? a little bit. Yeah. Exactly. And we'll have Justin Bieber come. J- Bieber absolutely has to I be there. I think he'll come. Okay. Yeah. In his jet with his tattoos. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm going to have a fantasy about that. All right. Got to go. <laughs> Bye. Have a good Memorial Day weekend, even though that was last weekend. Yep. Bye. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. Hey, everyone, real quick, before we uh, get out of here, I want to remind you guys that Podcast One is running some surveys. Again, these are super important. It helps Brandy know what advertisers are going to be best for her show, right for the demographics, right for you all, what stuff you like to hear, what you don't like to hear. you got to let us know, and this is the kind of stuff that keeps the podcast free. You know, The way that you keep the lights on is the commercials, is the advertisers. And we know it's not the funnest thing to listen to, the most fun, I should say. That's the grammatical way to say it. It's, uh, it's very necessary. So go to podcastone.com slash mysurvey, or you can go to podcastone.com and click on the survey banner. Now, if you've already filled out a survey like this in the past, we need you to do it again because as these things change, we get new relationships. We've got to let you guys know so that way you can let us know what you want to hear, who you want to hear from. So go to podcastone.com slash mysurvey or podcastone.com and click on that survey banner. You are doing Brandy Glanville herself and myself a huge favor as well as Podcast One a huge favor by filling out the survey. So as soon as you get a second, as soon as the show's over, right now, get on your phone, open it up, podcastone.com slash mysurvey, fill it out. Thanks. Bye.